0: Parents of teenage kids naturally want them to stay safe and out of trouble. A research study shows a correlation between teen driving restrictions and a reduced teen crime and arrest statistics. Joining us to explain is Dr. Monica Deza, Assistant Professor of Economics in the School of Economic, Political, and Policy Sciences. Doctor, you were a co-author of this study. Let's start with teen driving restrictions. We're talking about curfews, and most states have these, correct?
1: Yes, all 50 states in the District of Columbia have this as of today.
0: And what ages do these curfews generally apply to teenagers?
1: Well, the time that teenagers can start obtaining a driver's license is usually 16 in most of the states. There's very few exceptions for 15, but most of them is 16. So the restrictions apply between 16 and 18.
0: And what did your study set out to find? What were you looking to see?
1: We wanted to see whether keeping teens off the streets would actually reduce their probability to engage in juvenile crime. The most common crimes are aggravated assault and larceny. So we thought that if teenagers cannot be in the streets, they will probably stay off trouble. And that's actually what we found.
0: When you did this study, what kind of numbers did you look at in terms of the research you did?
1: This is data at the state level. So we have arrest counts and arrest rates at the state and year level. And we found that there is a decrease in the probability of getting arrested among teenagers between the ages of 16 and 18 relative to young adults.
0: Now, I understand there was some factor with gasoline prices in your study. What was that?
1: A lot of policymakers are concerned about changes in gasoline prices teenagers are very sensitive to price changes. So you see that teenagers are more likely to stay off the streets when gasoline prices are high. However, the problem with taxing gasoline or with having high gasoline prices is that also affects working adults. So we're saying that the largest effect we found them in periods where gasoline prices are low. And the reason why we think that makes sense is because that's the period where teenagers will have been more likely to be driving and be in the streets in the absence of graduated driver licensing.
0: I know you touched on this, but what types of crimes are we talking about specifically that were reduced?
1: The largest effects were aggravated assault and larceny. So aggravated assault is usually just teenagers picking up fights and it's a fight that went wrong. Larceny is the second most popular crime among teenagers. An example of larceny is shoplifting.
0: But there was also, I guess, very serious crimes such as murder might be in there, too, right?
1: Yes. We also saw an effect on manslaughter. But a lot of times, manslaughter is aggravated as well where that has gone wrong.
0: What advice would you have for parents with this type of information? Is keeping a pretty good rein on where your children are at that age, is that going to be helpful to them in life?
1: Definitely. I mean, a lot of risky behaviors happen during teen years. There's a lot of research that points out that, for example, for substance use and risky behaviors in general, people who haven't engaged in those by age 25, they're most likely never going to engage in those. So that is a crucial period for teenagers to get their values and their habits formed.
0: We're talking about just the age of the driver in this research, right? It's not the passengers in the car. So you could have younger passengers in a car with an older driver, correct?
1: Yes. If the driver is an adult over 18, they can have teenage passengers with no problem. But now the restrictions, there's some restrictions on passengers if you are a minor driver. So if you're a 16, 17-year-old driver, you cannot have another 16, 17-year-old driver with you with this law.
0: Were you surprised by the results of your study, or was this what you expected to find?
1: Well, we were surprised by the gasoline prices part, and we were surprised by the type of crimes that we found an effect on. But from the beginning, this is what we thought that would occur in the data.
0: Do you plan any other studies along these lines to maybe look into ethnic breakdowns or geographical breakdowns?
1: Well, actually, I have another paper right now on the effect of this loss on teenage fertility. And I found that this type of nighttime curfews and restrictions in the number of minor passengers that you can have with you reduce teen fertility by 2%. Teen fertility can be affected by either teen pregnancies or abortion rates. And we see no effect on abortion rates and yet a 2% decrease in teen fertility. So it seems that these laws are affecting risky behaviors among teenagers in many ways.
0: Dr. Monica Deza, assistant professor of economics in the School of Economic, Political, and Policy Sciences, co-author of the study. Thank you so much for joining us today on InfoTrack.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And that's it for this edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack is a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago internet services provided by pair.com. I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to catch us next time on another edition of InfoTrack.